Burada Fetchies, and welcome to episode 68 of the Fetch Everyone weekly podcast. If it sounds a little bit more sort of like the echoes sound a bit nicer and softer today, it's because we've we've changed location just this week. And there's Stephen having a little scratch of his collar just for a little bit of background noise. Um, so we're actually, we've come upstairs to... Uh, to um, get away from some of the disturbances of the of the house today um so we're actually sat up in bed drinking our coffee and welcome to episode 68 like i said of the fetch everyone weekly podcast play the theme tune fetcheveryone.com is a free website for runners bikers swimmers and everyone else some websites put their best features behind a paywall. We don't do that, do we, Katie? No. No, we would never do a thing like that. Visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast if you want to say something about the podcast or ask us something or whatever. Anyway, Katie, do you read me? Over? Yes, over. I am here, over. <laughs> so we spent quite a bit of time yesterday watching the SpaceX mission um so we we've been doing quite a bit of space speak mm. over over you've got nothing to say about no. that is that what you're saying <laughs> okay all right i don't think we'll keep that up for the rest of the show because no. it will it will get old pretty quickly i was going over. to say borada fetchies yeah ktb dewey oh die down <laughs> Playground. Do we weddy blino? Do we weddy blino? Yeah. No, I slept really well last night. I'm not. Yeah, good. Mm. So um, we'll 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 come back to uh, a, a highlighted thread later on when we um, when we uh, talk about that. I've just noticed something quite hideous actually. We the dog has managed to get upstairs, and um, unfortunately he seems to have left a little bit of a mark on the duvet. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Just there, look. Oh, that's good. Yeah, anyway. Okay, well, we wanted to wash the duvet cover again, didn't we? Yeah, so we leave you leave it to your imagination, Fetchies, to work out what that actually is. Um, but that's quite disgusting. So, um, you haven't pressed record, have you, Katie? <laughs> it's a good job I've pressed record. Right, I'll press record now as a backup. Yeah. Wow, top form, top form. Top form, it's because we're not where we normally should be. It is be. a bit weird being up here, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it feels like, because for one thing, we're sort of sat side by side rather than across the table from each other in a sort of battleships yeah. style like we normally are. Mm. Um, so it's a bit odd. It's feeling a little bit more relaxed in some ways, but also like, is this really the podcast? Mm. If we're not sat where we should be sitting? Um, I know. So madness. Anyway, I've started my recording now, which is a bit useless, but we have got Ian's recording, so... Well, let's hope so. So tell us about your week, then. What have you been up to? Well, I have had an interesting week uh, in that I was having a real problems with my sleeping, mm. and so I and a bit of anxiety with a few things that are going on. And so I spoke to my GP and... Um, he has he gave me two options and I've taken the option of a short term fix to see if that gets me back on track, which is 
seven days worth of or seven pills of sleeping pills and they're seven pills of sleeping pills yeah and yeah. um they are like the proper ones yeah no messing around sort of thing um so i've actually had a better week of sleeping even though i've only taken them on two nights it seems to if i take one it kickstarts me into better sleeping for a few nights and i'm hoping that that will gradually increase i took one last night and i just have had eight hours of uninterrupted sleep. Yeah. Which feels quite astonishingly wonderful. I bet. Yeah. yeah especially when you've not been having eight hours yeah, of I've blah, blah, having, blah. Mm, I've been yeah. having lots of sort of long interruptions or very, very early mornings, like, oh, hideous o'clock and then awake for the rest of the day. And so anyway, so my training, I think, in some ways has been sort of better for that, maybe. Anyway, it's not much different, though. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so it says five yogas, exclamation mark. Five yogas. Um, they've all been really good. They feel quite tough at the moment, I think, because it's my. Um, it, I'm not worried as much about my back anymore. I'm being more prepared to do the sort of tougher versions of what Adrian offers. I still haven't tried Crow since back. Um, so Crow, for the people who don't know, is it's a um, it's an arm balance. So you're on your hands. And you somehow, don't ask me how because I'm not really sure, get your knees up into your sort of armpits, lift your feet off the ground and your hands are on the ground and you have to also keep looking forwards. All of this is very difficult. Um, I have yeah. been able in the past to get to the point of lift off with that pose, but not since back. Yeah. So since back incident, no. Um, I think I'm just worried about jarring myself a little bit. Yeah. And also from what I can see of the pose, and I've only ever sort of seen the mm. people on the telly do it sort yep. of thing, mm -hmm. um, because you're balancing on both your hands and it's perhaps not like a handstand or something where your your whole body goes up. You are actually... No, your bum is up in the air. Your bum is up in the air and your face is about six inches off the floor. Yeah. With the possibility of overbalancing and, and like rearranging that face. Yeah. So it looks like a quite a like a pinnacle sort of move really yeah. if you can get there. It looks so wonderfully graceful when people can do it and have the yeah. control to do it. It really does look incredible. Um but um I have tried some of the things so I've been doing when she's been getting us into plank and getting us to do hip dips either side, I've been doing those. Um, and various other things that maybe last month I would have been a bit cautious about doing. So yeah. I've been pushing it a little bit. And the other thing I pushed a little bit more this week was the second lap of my mile swim on Saturday morning. Yeah. And I decided to use the jumps in the lake. Um, so there's there's a series of jumps along each side of the lake for the wakeboarders. And um, we swim, or we should swim in between them. I quite often like to swim round the outside of them, so I'm in between the bank and the and the jumps. Hmm. Um, I feel like I get a bit more clear water there. There are a few other people that take that route, and you, you're getting a slightly bigger lap, I suppose. But um, so meters of water per pound, you know, a bit more value. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you measure the success of your swim in the? really but anyway sometimes i like to go around the outside and um around the outside like trailer park outside. girls yeah 
Um, and sometimes I go down the middle. Anyway, I've completely forgotten what I started with. These sleeping pills How's are your good, training? Yeah. <laughs> We're doing the podcast. Oh, oh yeah. What yeah. a daft it. Do geez. we ready bleed or? <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyway, maybe seriously, remind me what I was talking about. Well, um, you were talking about your swimming. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about... The going around the outside of the jumps to get more value oh, I've got for money. It, I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. So I was saying that I did on my second lap, I was using the jumps to do some sort of interval swimming. Yeah. So what I was doing was in between the jumps, I was trying to swim hard. And then for the jump, they're quite long, so you get quite mm. a long rest. I was then doing a kind of easy bit. Yeah. Um, and then at either end of the lake, there's no jumps. There's just the, the boys that we follow. Um, and for those, I was doing a sort of a mixture of a little bit of yeah, hard swimming. So more fart lucky. Mm, more fart lucky. Yeah. It says you seem to be keen to take the final jump on the right just yes. before going on. So is this you trying to swim up it and, well, and leap off like a salmon? I mean, I, I really don't like the idea of hitting a jump because they're quite solid, as you'd expect, really. Um, yeah. But there's so um, anyone that goes to Box End. On the sort of you've you've set off from the dock, and you're heading up to corner one, and just before corner one on the right, there's a there's a jump, and for me it feels as if it's probably closer in towards the channel that we swim in between the mm. jumps than the others, and for some reason I'll be sighting and I'll sight and I'll think okay over to the left a bit Katie, and then I'll look up and I'll be like no no come on over to the left a bit Katie, and it seems as if I'm there's part of me that wants to swim straight up to the jump. And like literally, I don't quite know how it works once I get onto the jump, but somehow paddling furiously with my arms, I will shoot up. Yeah. Or maybe the momentum from the water will take me and I'll just fly off the end of it, but I'm not actually going to... Mm. Like like some kind of box-end triangle, it's, it's pulling you in. Somehow, to... yeah. Yeah. Maybe others have tried and been lost. Who knows? Yeah. Perhaps if you, you go up it and over it, you, there's some wormhole on the other side of it. Yeah. Like that. I mean, that would explain it. Yeah. 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 But anyway, a so that's my attraction. swimming. But then my back was a bit irritated from doing that. Yeah. It was fine at the time, fine for a couple of hours, and then later in the day I was a bit sort of creaky and yeah. achy and hot water bottly and all of those things. So I think I think I'll just drop back to just just swimming. And let the let the gradual increase of speed come naturally, and not worry yeah. about it. Because I, I'm not really training for anything at the moment. Although Coniston hasn't been cancelled yet, I think yeah. my preference is going to be to defer that when it comes to it. Yeah, and um, just to be able to swim, it's just because so you haven't lovely. for so long. Yeah, that's right. And put aside any thoughts of. I don't speed need or, any other stresses yeah. at the moment, really. To think about no. stressing that I've got to get enough training done. Yeah. That feels like a, a little bit too much just now. Yeah. Um, so so that's me. I haven't even mentioned running. I've done a couple of runs. One of them was four miles. Yeah. I seem to meet a lot of people at the moment that I stand and have a, a chat with that yeah. I haven't seen for a while. Sometimes yeah. patients and sometimes people I know. And that seems to make my my runs quite long, even though in, in minutes, even though I haven't actually done many miles because I've had a good long chat, really. Yeah. Yeah. It is nice. Anyway. People are, and we're not saying that we're chatting to them at a social distance because people assume that. No, people are assuming this, so that's fine. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So they should. What about you, Ian? 
Um, well, I've had um, quite a busy week just looking back at it, although I didn't really start until I think I did nothing at all on Monday and Tuesday. Um, but I've done three runs, which is good, although they've been shorter because I ended last week in quite a sweary sort of frame of mind because mm. my calf was kept giving out on my run walks. So um, Katie suggested that I just take it back to the point at which my calf starts to get tight and make that my the length of my run. So quite literally my first run of the week was 10 minutes long, but it felt nice to be out there doing it. Mm. Um, and then just gradually crept it up then. So we did 13 minutes for, for my second run and um, 17 minutes of running for my, my third run of the week. Mm-hmm. I hope you heard that, Fetchies. That too. was a lovely little sort of relaxation sigh from Stephen, who's on the bed doing massive eyes at us and going, I'm sorry I left a bum mark on your, on your duvet. <laughs> he's, he's actually doing his Ujjayi breathing. Yeah. Yeah, which is, um, I think I'm saying it correctly, yogis. Yogis are fetchies. Yeah. That's not right. Um, But anyway, I might take my uh, or Ian's phone closer to him just for a second and see if we can pick it up. But as soon as I get closer to him, he'll probably stop doing it. Yeah, he's sniffing the phone. He's holding his breath now. He's just going, no, I will not breathe until you take away from uh, me. I will not perform. How am I supposed to, to centre my chi if you're yeah. waving that technology in my face? Lots of love in, lots of love out, Stephen. Yeah. So three runs. Yes, um, good. So please for that, 17 minutes. Um, a body pump, which yes. I did in the living room, which was great for space. Mm-hmm. Not so good for people walking past. So um, the mm. uh, year eldest was getting his breakfast. So that was okay, though. So mm. he was very respectful and, and mm. didn't sort of stand over me going, what are you doing? Like that. Yeah. I think um, if you want no interruptions, it's like, it's an early start, isn't it, really? Yeah. yeah. Which is always a bit tricky at the moment. Yeah. So, um, but that went well. And I'm sort of... Uh, just nudging up some of the the weights and things and and getting better at at um remembering the patterns of moves and things um although still trying to get hold of some dumbbells um that was good and then on saturday i did a bike ride and it was my longest bike ride ever um i've woken up this morning and i've got something which i'm calling tennis elbow <laughs> Um, but I've just got this weird sort of elbow thing going on on my left arm. Mm. Um, you haven't told me about that. No, well, it only just sort of came on this morning, so we haven't really had a chance because it's, it's yeah. still quite early, isn't it? It's only uh, half past eight. What side of your elbow it. is it on? It's sort of that, just there, on the mm. pointy bit there, mm-hmm. on the elbowy bit. Mm. Yeah. That, that is the tendon that normally causes tennis elbow. Yeah, so I think um, sort of gripping the, the bike... Um, and then you've I, picked up the shopping, haven't you? So yeah, but it was gripping shopping. Yeah, but it was it was um, doing stuff before then. In mm. fact, it was probably just niggling a little bit last night. So yeah. Um, so I uh, cycled for two hours and two minutes on Saturday, and really enjoyed it. I went uh, up north of Bedford and tried to pick up some more conquer size zones and. Um, 
found some nice, some really nice roads to uh, go on, which were a little bit undulating. Yeah. Um, and there's a bit where you f- you feel like you're you're flying down. You can see the uphill at the uh, the opposite side of the downhill that you're yeah. going down. And you yeah. think if I can just get down this downhill fast enough, mm. it'll carry me up. Yeah, I will glide to the top. Yeah. Um, you never quite do that, do you? No. Not you personally. One never one, quite. One never man- does that. One never no. manages to quite do that. No, but um, I am getting a little bit better. So. Um, my previous longest ride was 24 miles, so this one was 31 nearly, mm. um, and my speed was up by overall by 0.1 of a mile. So I had two little stops. One was to deliver a fetch shirt in the second mile, yes. um, and the second stop was to just check the map in a little village called Kiso to work out where I was going to go next. Um, and then you get the the occasional little stops for traffic lights and things. So yeah, it's quite nice having a little rest every now and again. Mm. It sort of resets you. Mm. Um, but the good news is um, undercarriage news mm. is that um, although it's it's still uncomfortable towards the end. Yeah. Um, it was further along in in time before I started to feel uncomfortable with it. So okay, I um, thought you were going to say it was further along your undercarriage. <laughs> well, it may well be. I don't know. Perhaps it's uh, perhaps it's moving along. You know, while it's moving, it's still improving. Mm-hmm. So um, undercarriage is getting better, um, and I've also tried to um, resolve the numbness that you get in your hands from sort of leaning on the handlebars for. For a couple of hours. Mm. Um, so number one, I didn't wear gloves because my fingers felt like they were squashed into the yeah. the glove fingers, uh-huh. um, and I'm probably not getting as much freedom, um, which I think helped. And secondly, I tried to use the tops of the handlebars. So there's three. The, there's the drops, which is the curly bit that is points down to the ground. Mm. There's the hoods, which is the bit that sort of sits over the brake levers and then there's the tops which is the sort of straight bit mm-hmm. um, and just by trying to alternate your grip between those so I don't do the drops because I don't like that I, I don't feel safe despite I know we've we've said in previous weeks your center of gravity is lower so you're safer anyway but I just don't mm. unless you're practiced in it it mm. still feels like a bit nervy um, but going up the hills, this is something I picked up from the Cycling for Noobs thread. Mm. When you're going up the hills, you don't need to be thinking about braking so much. So that's mm. a great time to get on your on the tops. So that does help. Yeah. I found myself adopting like right hand on the hood, mm. left hand on the top. So a bit of a, an asymmetric yeah. hold, but it just changes things around a bit and gives one of your hands a little bit of a rest. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and quite a few cyclists out. Um, there was one little hill that I was trying to go right. Okay, I'm I'm just gonna get up this one and like and really really push myself to get to the top. And these two guys just sort of glided past me. Uh, <laughs> it's always a bit humiliating, that isn't it? Really. Well, I at least I had the breath to be able to say that's how it's done, is it? Like yeah. that. And um, you know, in a in a friendly way, he said. Oh, I can only do it for a couple of minutes. Um, mm. <laughs> oh, humble, humble cyclist over to yeah, you. That's, that's nice. nice. 
and then his his friend who was following along behind him had the same bike as me so i i thought yeah i'm in the gang now Aww. i'm in the gang so yeah that's good um did you try and get onto their onto their wheel as they say in the cyclists world they were just sort of when we got back onto the flat again they were just a little tiny bit quicker than me so i did try and keep hold of them mm. um not literally um f- and i think for the next sort of 20 minutes or so i mm. kept seeing them going around the next corner yeah um so it, i think it helped me to keep my speed up to try and yeah. keep them in sight yeah i mean drafting at the moment probably not a good idea anyway from the point of view of the yeah. aerosol generating yeah of the sort of thing yeah and i think i'm <clears> i'm probably quite antisocial in that i i just like being in in my own head when mm. i'm i'm out and about and just um so the neighbor across the road has said if you want to go for a ride just uh, give me a, a nudge mm. um and and that's really kind but i just think like it's a it's a bit of a time just like running where you can go and mm. have your own space for a bit so i i prefer to be, if i'm cycling i'd prefer to be with someone at least one person but i wouldn't mm. want to be in a big group because i find that a bit unnerving too many moving things around you yeah um but I do understand what you mean. Well, I I think I think what I would find difficult about drafting is I'd find it quite stressful on a bike because you're supposed to jump on their wheel kind of thing and you're supposed to be quite close. Again, as I've said at the moment, I don't think they recommend it anyway. But at the um at the lake in the past, I've tried to jump on that person's feet. Which again is, is the, that a thing is as the well? phrase, yeah, to draft in the in the in in the pool or in the in the lake is is a good way of supposedly relaxing or getting a bit of a rest while you keep up with your competitor. So as someone swims past you, you you know it, there has to be the perfect person. It has to be that they're swimming past you, but they're not so fast that they're going to disappear into the into the distance very quickly, which. For me, it's about 80 or maybe even 90% of the people that swim past yeah. me. They've gone before I can even even look at their yeah. or pretend to see their feet. Um, and then you've got to stay on their feet, but not bashing their feet. You don't want to be hitting their feet with your arms and you don't want to be like so in their space. It's annoying for them, but you're supposed to be within that sort of, I think it's like like a foot or something of them. And then you get the draft from them. And you can also do it swimming alongside someone. I can't remember that one quite yeah. as much. I think your head needs to be there near their hip or I can be corrected by one of the coaches on that. But um, Or you can look in your swimming science book. Yes, I can. You've got the adversity. But um, I don't find it... So first of all, I find it really difficult to pick the feet that I can stay with. So you'd have yeah. that same problem with random cyclists and perhaps they wouldn't thank you either for just randomly jumping Hello, on I'm still and here. taking their energy <laughs> off them <laughs> um but but it's so that's one thing but also i don't it's not it's not a relaxing part of it unless you're yeah. very very kind of practiced at it you'd be constantly sighting you'd be constantly looking for where they are you know they're supposed to be just right there i don't know yeah i'm i'm not all about that anyway i just i just no. want to do my thing so I mean, I've never even tried it in some any of the sort of few short races that I've done at Box End. I've never really tried to draft anyone's feet. I just just feels too too much like a, a stressful thing, really. But would be interested to hear from any swimmers listening as, as to whether you do it and if you've got any hints or tips for making it less stressful. 
Have we talked about your training now, or have you got more to say? I think we have talked about oh, my training. Good. Yeah, well yeah. Done. So chuffed and good. Um, so I'm up with. Well, we'll talk about that later at okay. the end, where we talk about what we're going to do this yeah. week. I mean, that's that's the way we do the show. That Must is. not deviate from Don't the deviate, formula. God forbid. So uh, we've had some comments from users as well. We have, which is always nice. Is. So people asking about the bees, can you can you give us a, a bee update, Katie? I can give you the twists and turns of the final bees update. We heard from the lady that she had um, deposited our bees in a hive, and you probably saw the video that Ian put up on uh, YouTube about that. And then I was fairly obsessed with the bees that were left behind. So there was a little crowd of about 10 or 20 bees that kept on coming and trying to find their queen and huddling together on our sofa. Kept an eye on those and even in my lunatic way suggested I capture them and drive them over to the rest of the swarm. And the bee lady at this point had to cut me off and say, no more, Katie, you are losing the plot. So anyway, good job I didn't drive the Beresford 10 over because... Later that day, I had a text from her to say that the bees that she'd taken from my garden and put into the hive had filled their bellies with bee food and buggered off. And <laughs> they had decided that, no, they didn't want to stay with her. And uh, they were obviously en route somewhere special. But, you know, I like to think we gave them a little bit of a, a helping hand, hopefully in the right direction. Um, Somebody somewhere will be eventually, perhaps, enjoying the honey that they produce, even so. if it's only the, their, their many bee offspring. But, and this is the, the final bit of the story, perhaps. So far. Who knows? Um, a couple of days after that, I got a text from Bee Lady, and uh, it was a video of a swarm arriving in her garden. And she said um, that she actually heard one of them say, Sorry, we really liked your food so much. We've come back. So actually, so my, they have returned. So my bees yeah. have actually returned. I'm trying to work out which one of you is 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 the craziest. <laughs> yeah, she was pretty certain that it was my swarm. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, she's the expert. So I mean, who who are we? Yeah, I to... don't think she's. You know. She's like... not making it up. No, I think, and and also, you know, she's not just trying to make me feel better. It's just a scientific fact that she recognises bees. Yeah. Well, they, you know, some what of them are... What a fetches. Some of them are yellow with black stripes, some of them are black with yellow stripes, and, you know, they're, they're all individual characters, aren't what they? What a bees. Yeah. <laughs> Katie Katie B, exactly. There you go. Um. So, Ness is catching up with the... Sorry, oh, one before more we thing? move on, Trin has done a blog about being a bee lady herself, and I'm going to put a link to that in the header. Okie dokie. That's, That's just cool. that. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Sorry, Trin. I've had a bit of a busy week, actually, this week with one thing and another, so I'd love to read that blog. I haven't had a chance yet. Maybe I'll get my chance today. Yeah, no worries. Uh, right, so Ness is catching up. So if you've arrived at this point, Ness. Hi, Ness. Hi, if, you, if you're not here yet, if you're still at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. Um, that's okay. That's cool. No worries. We'll we will see here. you in the future. Um, I'm, I'm very reassured by Pot Hunter because he listened to the po the podcast. By the time he came to comment on it, he'd forgotten what he wanted to say about it. This makes me feel so much better. Thank you, Pot Hunter. I'm yeah. also, as you quite 
probably quite witless this morning, talking quite a lot of rubbish yeah. and saying quite a lot as well. Little scratch the collar interlude from Stephen. Um, how far says, is a jar of honey the most unusual thing you have carried whilst running? I can't remember carrying anything else, but what I it did remind me of was um, a conversation back in the day on the Runner's World thread, the Fetch Everyone Runner's World thread, where we discussed for some reason, uh, maybe one of the regulars, maybe even how far would be able to enlighten me, but we spoke about carrying cheese and what type of cheese was the best type of cheese to carry whilst running. Yeah. No idea where that came from or how it came about uh yeah what about you have you carried anything unusual so excuse the to, rustling yeah. because Stephen is trying to get himself comfortable on a bag of carrier bags a bag of carrier bags a whole lot of carrier bags yes. he's just yeah he's he's sort of settled now but he's looking at us going what what do you want me to stand up again because i can you know that's exactly the sort of thing that i'm good at yeah um I think I've carried um, 24 toilet rolls once okay. whilst running, or maybe 12. It, definitely a, a whole rucksack full of toilet rolls. Um, I've carried a dog poo scooper, which mm -hmm. was, that was the the first ever fetch relay baton back in about 2006. Mm -hmm. Ran that over to Chrissy's house, and uh, who knows where the dog poo scooper is now, but it was... It was a mystery baton for quite a while, so I don't know whether I'm, I'm outing it now mm. by saying that. No. Um, what else have I carried? I've done Christmas cards. That's a bit boring. Mm. Yeah. Cool. So what have anyway, you carried, yeah. Fetchies? Let us know. If I think of anything during the rest of the time, I'll just shout it randomly. And XB says, thanks for the reminder about dumbbells. No, he doesn't say that. He reminded me about the dumbbells. He's, he's oh, so he you're thanking him for the reminder about the dumbbells. Right, okay, yeah. Because actually when I was reading back through the comments to do today's um, wiki, it was actually at that moment that I was reminded by XB to ask my youngest about the dumbbells. He has no clue, though, unfortunately. No. Um, we have had an offer from elsewhere, but I'm not sure whether they might be needing theirs. So we'll see. Right. Are Mis you... Mystery. Don't, just say no more. Say no more. Right. Okay. Say I see. Say no more. Um, oh, and Fal had a recommendation for exercise classes online and posted a link to it. And I will put that link also into the header. Yeah. I recommend my um, body pump with Michelle. Yeah. Class. Mm -hmm. I've done the same one multiple times now. Um, I think these were sort of like live classes. Oh, right. So like with a person actually leading the class at that moment sort of on zoom type of thing but yeah yeah i know yeah like so, so you use uh, michelle like i use adrian yeah mm. so like, like those adverts for those uh expensive bikes where they say hey frank from edinburgh you're doing a great job mm. but um but actually with sort of real people yes yeah mm -hmm. awesome that sounds good peloton you're talking about there aren't you uh, other brands are available and, and no specific brand should feel as though I'm targeting them with my uh, anti-marketing messages. So, Correct. Yes, it's a whole bunch. So, yeah, that's it. So thanks very much for your comments, Fetchies. What um, do you want to highlight on your site this week? Well... Sorry, what feature would you like to discuss? <laughs> um, mainly my, my sort of sore throat, um, but it's nothing coronavirus-related. Um, I've just been doing a heck of a lot of, of Zoom presentations so um 
I decided that it would be good to show anybody who's new to the site exactly what they can get if they sign up. So I've been doing some live presentations. Um, each sort of online chat is lasting about 45 minutes to an hour. Um, and I talk through a whole bunch of stuff about what people can do with the training log. And I just talk and talk and talk and talk. And I did seven of those last week and my my throat was pretty sore. But mm, you were um, a bit hoarse, weren't you? Yeah, a little bit. Um, but it went really well. Um, the, some of the feedback from the people who who sat through the presentations was really, you know, heartwarming. They said, you know, that um, I remember one person saying, I'd only really scratched the surface before, but uh, all this sort of stuff is, is quite amazing. Somebody else said, blown away. Uh, and that, that was uh, a pretty awesome way to end the week. Um, yeah, so I'm doing some more this coming week. Uh, I'm trying to do no more than one a day so that I'm not sort of hurting myself and also to try and group people together. Mm. I'm also trying to do them at different times of the day so yeah. that people in different time zones, people with different commitments can turn up to one that suits them. Yeah. Um, you had a New York person, didn't you? I did, yeah. Yeah. So that was nice. Yeah. yeah. He asked me about time zones uh, and uploading stuff to the training log and, and why it sort of was putting the wrong times on his, his stuff. Right. So I had to sort of mutter something about trying to sort it out so i will it's a it's a it's a growing problem and it's a nice problem to have because it means that there's more people around the world who are using the site so that's good yeah, good that's excellent well done yeah lovely okay so i wanted to highlight the beard runner um blog this week um it's a great blog actually uh, one of the things that the beard runner is doing is um He's doing runs that um, are so after when you uploaded them onto the onto the map, they are numbers, and it's the number of days he's been in uh, isolation for. So he is shielding, but he is allowed out to do exercise. So yeah. I think he's on seventy three was the last one I looked at. So he's he's actually running running the number. So he's he's creating the shape of that number. Yes, that's, that's what you mean. That's what I'm trying to say in a really complicated yeah. and bad way. Yeah. I'm using clone. No, I don't think it's anything to do with my sleeping pills. Well, it might be, <laughs> but it's also just my brain at the moment. Other brands of sleeping pills are available. Absolutely. Um. So yeah. So I really recommend that. He has also done a really interesting blog about Ramadan, and exercise, and times when. Um, you don't have to follow it because of things like medical conditions mm -hmm. and various things like that. So it's a really um, informative blog and I would recommend that. It's about four or five back now from his current one. Again, I'll put a link to his blog. Yeah. Um, but it's it's really it's a really nice one. Yeah, I really he's, like it. He's one of our newer fetchies, or I think he created an account, um, but then took a little while to finally sort yeah. of get really stuck in but now he's properly getting stuck in so yeah. he's playing all the games and yes. he's posting stuff on twitter i see it quite a lot and uh yeah. just getting stuck in everywhere he was at one of my zoom meetings and he has an excellent uh, beard yeah well i would expect so with a name like mm -hmm. the beard runner you can't be yeah you can't have a little wispy thing can you i mean you could you could you could you yeah. could you know if you want to be the beard runner you can have whatever beard you like. Yeah. Actually, if you do want to be the beard runner, you have to take on Abel and 
mm. make him not be the beard runner anymore because there cannot be two beard runners. No, but don't unless do there that. are, in don't, which case, don't make him not be the beard runner anymore. No, no, no you carry on being the beard runner. Yeah, Abel. yeah. And you wanted to highlight the Duolingo thread. Well, we yeah. both did because we're both Duolingoing at the moment, aren't we? Duolingoists. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. So um, my stepson pointed us at this app, which, and the thread's been going on Fetch for quite a long time. Um, but I think I was saying a couple of podcasts ago, I'd be interested in picking up a bit of the, the Welsh that I remember learning a bit about in school and not really enjoying it much whilst I was at school. Mm. Um, so we all ended up with Duolingo on our phones. Yeah. Um, you're simultaneously doing a little bit of Welsh and and a bit of German, aren't you? Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm just yeah. yeah, and I'm focusing on the Welsh, adu. Adu. Yeah. So um, it's been good, and um, I've noticed uh, just how much stuff is is sort of buried mm. at the back of my mind. Yeah. So words that. Uh, I didn't realise that I'd even remembered. Yeah. I've seen them written down and I've gone, oh, yeah, I know what that means. Yeah. So it's it been good It is strange, fun. isn't it? Some of the German pronouns, I sort of... I, I, I don't think I would have been able to say them if someone said, name, you know, give me the pronouns for for German. And I just wouldn't... I, I would have been able to do a few of them, probably. Um, but it's been interesting that I've kind of known them, even if I haven't... They've come up on on Duolingo and I've kind of known what they mean so they're plural kind of thing yeah um, that sort of that sort of stuff um but yeah what's been really funny about the the Welsh is just how many words look as though the the, the committee for creating Welsh words has just gone right okay here's the English word how can we make it a little bit different to make it into a Welsh word Mm. I know, so we'll we'll just sort of do this bit phonetically. Um, we'll swap these two letters around, um, so mm. you get stuff like skirt is skirt, um, suit, S I W T is suit. I'm doing the clothing module at the moment, mm. um, but my favourite is um, the so far is the Welsh word for ironing, mm. which is smoothio. Mm. Um, it just makes me smile every every time yeah. I see that. Yeah, no, so. That's good. Um, yeah, and the Duolingo thread, just to loop it back to the actual purpose mm. of talking about it, mm. um, I think based on what I've seen over the last couple of days, people like to post the bizarre sentences oh, that yes. Duolingo makes you say in the name of learning yes, language. Yes, they do seem quite strange. I had one that was, I thanked my horse, and I was thinking, well, I guess it would be nice to thank your horse after you've gone for a horse ride, but it doesn't seem like the most sort of useful of sentences in everyday life for most people yeah McGowan the most recent post on there is from McGowan um this morning and it looks like he's he's just um posting a direct sentence and it says who runs every evening with a little dog <laughs> <laughs> and mm. yeah it's so it is funny if you are a duolinguist come along mm. and join there if you want to search me up on duolingo and add me to your leaderboard i think i'm on there as fetch everyone Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cool. I'm quite boring. I've got something like Kate Barnard's zero two or something like that. Yeah, the Beard Runner two. Is that you? No, that's not me. <laughs> Although with with my um, waxing lady not working at the moment, I'm just, yeah. Who knows? By the end of this, I might be. 
I might be the bearded runner. Um, lovely. Okay, so we're on to some featured fetchies and a featured non-fetchy. Yes. Uh, we've got our lovely Elsie too is doing us a piece first of all, isn't she? So shall we? Shall we? I don't have no. I have no idea what it's about. You haven't given me any clues. Well, let let it be a surprise okay, then, which then. is an, another way of saying that I haven't listened to it yet either. Yes. So I'm sorry, Elsie, but we are about to listen to it now. I miss you, Elsie. Over to you now, Elsie. Hello, fetches. This is Elsie too. I have just completed week five. No, yes, week five, day three of the Couch to 5K plan. I did it whilst listening to the second half of this week's podcast. It's Tuesday morning, about 8am, and I'm just really chuffed with myself. I just did 20 minutes continuous running around my garden. And I really didn't think I'd get to this stage. I thought when it was a bit of run, walk, run, walk, it's not so bad running around and around in circles. But I didn't think I'd get to that sort of distance continuous. Uh, helps to have something good to listen to, obviously. Um, but yeah, I'm really, really pleased with myself. My lawn is not very pleased with me. I've got a nice brown streak of grass all the way around the edge. Um, but hey, never mind. Uh, the reason that I'm doing it around my lawn still is I've got a member of the family who's on the vulnerable list so um, the government guidelines is don't go outside your house at all but we are easing up on that a little bit by going out for a family bike ride about five times a week our theory being when you're on your bike you're not touching anything other than your own bike you're going past people quite well relatively quickly not that quickly for us but um, so yeah so everything else that we're doing we're doing in the house um, so yeah, my grass is taking a beating. Um, my husband and son have just started Couch to 5k as well. They're on week one. Um, basically they, they're both just putting on a bit of weight. <laughs> so, um, we thought we'd get them moving a bit more. My son really, really doesn't like it, but hey, you got to do something to get moving. Um, so yeah, so I think the grass will continue to take a beating. Um, but hey... I'm just so grateful for for having this garden at the moment. Um, walking around it, so you get an idea of the size. Walking around it is about 80 paces. Um, running around it is obviously a bit less because you travel further. So more like 40 or 50 paces. Um, it's not exactly oblong. It's kind of a bit triangular with the odd trampoline thrown in to get in your way. A bit of a silver birch tree overhanging that you have to duck a bit for occasionally. Here it is here, Russell. There's a silver birch. I'm on my cool down walk, so I'm still wandering around it. Anyway, that's enough rambling from me. Take care, fetches. Bye. Thank you, Elsie. And you'll be pleased to know that uh, Stephen was sitting up and listening intently to that throughout. Um, I've been in Elsie's garden and it's lovely. I've camped in Elsie's garden and it was beautifully quiet for that once the local disco had stopped <laughs> um and um but yeah huge admiration for you for doing that 20 minutes non-stop is pretty incredible in that small space so well done and i know you're changing direction because i already checked that with you a, a while ago so yeah that's great well done you're gonna when you get released onto the roads you're gonna feel like it's the most freeing thing ever i think to be yeah. released out onto the onto the open air and and god help any silver birches that 
get in your way when you're when you're out yeah. and about when you finally get un- unlocked because you're going to avoid them yeah. like there's no tomorrow. Yeah. So uh, well done. And trampolines. Yeah. Good. Thank you very much for that, Elsie. Awesome. Um, and now I've got a little bit of a, an outside broadcast. Um, so it's Monday, so technically we are allowed to go into other people's gardens. So I've gone into my neighbour's garden. Over to me. Right, everybody. So um, I've just come downstairs because um, I went out into the back garden this morning and uh, there was a little head hovering above the fence and um, it was my neighbour and he's uh, he's bashing away on his bicycle so I'm glad you said bicycle <laughs> so um, we've all done some weird things in lockdown but um, my neighbour next door is cycling 500 miles, is it 500? 500, 500, 600 I don't know, it depends how far I get or how yeah. many I get through okay so there's no upper limit to what you well there is, there's targets there's a, there's this target of 666 miles, 333 miles, or 175 miles. Yeah. Or 35 miles if you're walking. Uh-huh. So I'm kind of going in between 333 and 666. Yeah. And see where we get to. I, so might, I might get a 666, it depends. So 666, does that feed into the sort of that heavy metal? Li- yeah, that's a, yeah. That's, a, that's a definitive link to the whole yeah. fundraising uh, group that I'm part of. So you've been doing this for a while, so do you want to tell us yeah. what it's all about? Yeah, okay, so I'm good mates with um, a gentleman called Rod Smallwood, who's the manager of Iron Maiden, and another gentleman called Alexander Milas, who was the um, at the time the editor-in-chief of Metal Hammer magazine. Right. So Alex and Rod were really close mates for obvious reasons. Um, and in 2013, when Iron Maiden were headlining Download Festival, Rod and Alex came up with the idea of instead of doing what normal people do, especially when you're the manager of one of the headline acts, probably getting a limousine up to download mm, festival. Helicopter, okay. De- yeah, they decided let's let's ride bikes and raise money for um, children's charities. So in 2013, um, we gathered together a bunch of um, hairy heavy metal fans. Yeah, I wish you count yourself. Well, when I used yeah. to have hair, yeah. Um, <laughs> and we cycled from Alexandra Palace to Download Festival in two and a half days, which was about 180 miles or something. Yeah. And we carried on. We, so this is, we're now in, we were planning on doing it again year eight this year. So we've done seven rides so far. Um, each year we set off from Alexandra Palace Um and this year, because it was um, the eighth ride, and also Iron Maiden were due to headline again, and also it was the 40th anniversary of the Ace of Spades by Motorhead, oh. um, we were calling the ride the Eighth of Spades. You see what we did oh, there? Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's like everything's uh, come oh, together. It's isn't like it? literally it was meant to be. Yeah. Uh, Lemmy was with us, and we were planned. We planned to leave from Hammersmith Odeon. I mean, anybody who knows Motorhead, they did a classic live album called No Sleep with Hammersmith. So we were going to we were going to leave from Hammersmith already and go on a slightly different route. It was probably going to be a bit longer, but we had it all planned. And then this virus came along and put all those plans because the firstly download was cancelled, obviously, and then you know normally it's about fifty of us do the ride. Yeah. Um, so you were never going to get fifty people together. A because we have to stay in hotels for one night, two nights, whatever. Yeah. So it was never going to happen. So. As the as part of the committee for the ride, 
um, we collectively got together and went, look, you know, we 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 totally understand and appreciate that the charities that we raise money for are going to be struggling. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them about. Yeah. Um, why should we stop? What can mm. we do? Um, so we came up with this idea of doing a, a virtual ride. Yeah. Um, and whereas previously we've always wanted to sort of get a wider audience involved outside of the UK, but I guess one of the sticking points we always had was that we were only ever raising money for UK-based charities. Mm. So why would why would a bunch of heavy metal fans who want to raise who, who like riding bikes, who want to ride to their their version of download in Australia or whatever, raise money for a UK-based children's charity? Yeah. Why would they do that? So we thought. So we've added Save the Children this year. Yeah, and they're all um, over the world. And obviously yeah. they're a global right. children's charity, so that means that anybody can join in. So um, we've got, as of Friday, when we had a phone call with various people like Chief Executive Save the Children and Teenage Cancer Trust, we had 395 sign-ups across 17 countries. Um, and everybody's doing it in different bits, you know. Some people are doing it for real, obviously within the guidelines. But yeah. I don't know what the guidelines are now. Does anybody? No. Um, no. <laughs> Have you checked your eyesight this morning? <laughs> yes, I checked my eyesight before I got on my bike. Well, actually, yeah. I got on my bike to check my eyesight. See yeah, if very it was good. All right. Yeah. Um, some people are doing it out on the on the roads. Um, some people are doing it on a trainer indoors, like myself, or outdoors in my garden. Um, and some people are doing the mix. So, I mean, there's one there's one lunatic who, um, because of work, um, he couldn't really dedicate the time to do it over a period of 10, 11 days. So he's doing 282 kilometres in his garden on his trainer today. Oh. <laughs> That's 175 miles. So the minimum the minimum distance is 175, which is like roughly download to um, London to download. Yeah, and then the other ones are obviously 333 and 666, sort yeah. of twice and then twice again. So yeah, it's good. Fantastic. I mean, we're raising. We're called the Heavy Metal Truants. If anybody wants to sort of have a look, Heavy Metal so Truants. If they Google that, will they get heavy to metal your truants, pages? And yeah, HeavyMetalTruants.com. Um, you'll go there. You'll find out all the. There's loads of great content that tells you the story. Tells you it's got lots of history videos of what we've done in the past seven years, and it's got links to the donation pages which obviously if anybody does want to give a few pennies because anything counts I mean I heard something quite interesting we had a we had as I said we had a chat with the CEO of Save the Children and Teenage Cancer on Friday on a sort of YouTube channel hmm. thing that we set up and Teenage Cancer Trust are probably going to lose about 8 million quid because of the, this pandemic Yeah. and Save the Children about 20 million Yeah. I mean when you look at those numbers it's crazy and then Someone asked the question, so what type of money to teenage cancer um, lady, what, what sort of numbers are we talking about in terms of what, what the money can buy? And she said, well, £100 will pay for the Wi-Fi on one ward of a teenage cancer ward for a year. Hmm. And you kind of go, that's, pr that's pretty amazing. Because if you think about it, you know, kids, teenagers that are in hospital with cancer... Yeah, you better have good wife. You better have good wife. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and like five thousand pound pays for a um, carer, a teenage cancer nurse yeah. for like a year or something. So do you think that um, it is the stuff like a London Marathon, or those sorts of big events that 
that that's where the hole has come from, or are they missing yeah, other stuff? Yeah, we asked or? that question as well, and it and it's fairly obvious actually when you when you think about it that you know particularly sort of Teenage Cancer Trust and Childline and Nordoff Robbins, who you know compared to say the children are are a small charity, smaller charities, but obviously not not insignificant at all. They, she was saying that the problem is there's that you know the majority of their fundraising comes through group activities. Yeah. So be it bike rides, be it you know, someone climbing. running. Well, the marathon. Yeah. yeah someone. Like, it's always a bunch of people climbing a mountain or whatever it is. Yeah. And the fact that you can't do that, it's just scuppered everything. So, yeah. um, so we've basically you know we thought well it's not going to stop us. So we thought we'd do something. Good, fantastic. Yeah. Right. Um, so for anybody listening, um, just go and, and and check out what Andy and his his friends are all all doing. Heavymetaltruants.com. Um, yeah. Uh, hashtag HMT8. Okay. Hashtag heavy metal truants. Uh, Get it all out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so you're doing this for the next 11 days? 11 days. Yeah. So, as I said, we normally do it over two and a half, but we wanted to obviously, globally, there are some lunatic cyclists out there and in this country yeah. who never see our annual pilgrimage to download as a, enough of a challenge. Yeah. So, we decided to do it over 11 days. Um, you can still sign up if anybody out there wants to sign up and raise a few quid you know it doesn't matter how much you raise as long as you raise something it's free to sign up we're still taking sign ups until um, I think we're still taking sign ups until the end of this week cool Um, because the actual ride was meant to be the 10th, 11th and 12th yeah Um, so we're still doing so you can still do it you can walk you can cycle 175 um 333 or 666 it's up to you so you so you're full of uh beans this morning because you've you've done about uh 15 miles since, I've done about 15 uh, miles since your since breakfast i haven't had any breakfast i just oh, got right. on the bike yeah my plan is to have a nice breakfast after i've done about i'm gonna try and do about 35 maybe 35 miles this morning yeah and i can see the industrial sized tub of uh of saddle cream that you've got <laughs> I, I mean, if you want to go there, Ian, we could go there, but I haven't, I haven't applied any yet. Yeah, uh, I think I'm, so. I'm thinking maybe day four, I could be applying yeah. quite heavily. <laughs> so, uh, if you're all right with it, then what we'll do is we'll we'll come back um, in another seven days. We do the podcast on a Monday, and, yeah. and we'll find out just how chipper you you're feeling, and yeah. you can give us an update on how and much how sore various parts of my body are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No worries. Yeah. Just awesome. I'll, I'll, but as I said, you can follow us on um, follow us on the, all the usual sort of social channels. Um, there's updates all the time. Obviously, people are um, posting stuff all the time. And then on a Friday at five o'clock, if anybody is interested on YouTube, if you just look for Heavy Metal Truants on YouTube, we've got our own channel. Uh, and on Friday, we have a bit of a sort of I wouldn't I would call it a sort of chat show. Yeah. Where we have like. Um, the guy I mentioned right at the start, Alexander, he hosts it, and we have special guests. So last week, as I said, we had the two brilliant ladies from Teenage Cancer and Save the Children uh, just talking about their charities. And I think this week, I think we've got Childline on and Nordoff Robbins. So they just talk about what they do and how they're coping through this and, and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, we're on YouTube channels as well. So check Excellent. it out. Yeah, we'll look you up. Right, Thank well, you. good luck. 
Get back on it. <laughs> get back it. on the horse. I, will. I was I was right in my rhythm when you disturbed me. Oh, I'm sorry. It's all yeah. right. I'll just have to get you back on. You had your headphones it. on as well. I had to do quite a bit of gesticulating. So I was listening to Motorhead. Hey. <laughs> okay. Thanks. All right. All right. Cheers, Andy. Thank you, Ian and Andy. And as the eagle-eared amongst you might have noticed, Andy does not come from round here. Uh, answers on a postcard as to where he comes from, but um, yeah, he's definitely not. His his family hails from somewhere else in the country. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well done to Andy and his his entire crew. And I will put links up to the fundraising page and links to sign up to it if you fancy doing that. So uh, if you want a target for your next 11 days and you're into your cycling, then you might find one of those targets not too worrying to do. And you could get some fundraising done as well for two really good charities. Um, so Teenage Cancer Trust and Save the Children, which are just fantastic charities. So um, and we'll be no doubt talking to Andy daily through the fence. His his face is literally just by uh, at the bit of our fence where if you you have to get at the right height to look through, but you can see him. Yeah, he's 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 right up against the fence like a little trap bee, yeah. just buzzing away. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so so good luck, Andy. And so yeah, if you are in that Venn diagram of people who like heavy metal and people who like cycling, <laughs> yeah, and people who want to have a challenge and people who want to raise a bit of money for charity or whatever yeah. then uh, do get stuck in we'll put all the links there like katie said so yeah good luck andy good luck andy um excellent okay well we're done really aren't we what are you going to do for this next week um what am i going to do yeah. um uh, so um i'm with the boy from wednesday to sunday so um that means no cycling but i'm gonna plan on doing some body pump mm -hmm. might get a cycle t done tomorrow before i yeah before I go, just a shorter one though, just to see how things mm -hmm. are, see how my dodgy elbow is. Yeah. Um, and so a bit more of the running. So I've done 10 minutes and then 13 minutes and then 17 minutes. Um, now my fondness for sequences makes me wonder whether or not you're going to be okay if I do 22 minutes on my next run. Mm, you can do 22 minutes on your next run. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. fine. I mean, I was going to say 23, but if you want to do 22, that's fine. Okay, no, I'll stick with 22 because yeah. that's, uh, you know. Yeah, that's okay. That'll soon get me there. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Good-o. Well, you, 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 do, you do your 22. So the thing I was going to say to you about your um, elbow and your cycling is um, a, just attempt to relax your grip a little bit, if you can. Mm -hmm. Every so often, if you can take that hand off and just give it a little wriggle around, just a little sort of stretch of the old forearm muscles. Yeah, that'll help um, the elbow. That will yeah. help the elbow a bit. And the other thing I was going to say is um, getting down onto the drops is um, it is a bit nerve-wracking. But if you practice it when you're on a nice little bit of road that's nice and flat, um, that you feel genuinely that you haven't got too much else to think about and you can just focus on that, it's worth doing it a bit um, because gradually you will start to feel that stability of having your centre of gravity a little bit lower and it will feel more comfortable. Um, so I, that was all I was going to say about that. That's me taking my cycling uh, coaching hat off now. Okay. You probably you... didn't didn't hear me put it on, did you? I, it was uh, invisible and silent. Okay, because there was quite a long like gap. All, all while the I best tried parts. To, like, <laughs> I tried to remember what I was saying for quite a long time, which I've edited out now, Fetchy, so you won't ever know that I had that long gap. Yeah. You're going to keep just, this bit in. I've just told you now, damn it. Yeah. Curse you, recording device. 
So anyway, yeah. And are you looking forward to the week ahead? I'm looking forward to the week ahead. I'm going to uh, reel back in on the old swimming and just go nice and easy because I don't really want that old achy old back again. Um, I've got a 4pm swim book tomorrow and a 7am on Saturday. I'm hoping to bump into Joe Wiley. She is using Box End at the moment. Yeah, I'd make like sure to... you wear your fetch wetsuit. <laughs> I just would like to say, oh, hi, Joe. Like casual. Yeah. And then... Like your friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's that. And then I'm going to hope to do a few runs... I'm hoping to do, now we can do meeting in the park with people, I'm actually hoping to do a run and a coffee with my usual running chums. We've been keeping up a Thursday morning Zoom slash WhatsApp video call, whatever it is, um, every Thursday at 10. And we're hoping to do an actual proper coffee in the park this Thursday, which is quite exciting. Yeah. Um, so that's nice. And yoga, yeah, I'm on day 20 two today 22. 22 like an owl 22 and i'd like to get to day 29 that's a yeah. bit of a challenge though that's every day yeah well wow. well you're capable mm -hmm. of it sometimes you do two in a row don't you on that's the same true. day so i, do. I yeah. was gonna do that yesterday but the second one turned out to be 32 minutes and i was like oh it's no, not happening yeah yeah Okay. Okay. Cool. Um. Yeah, and we'll be keeping an eye on Andy over the fence. And, yes. Uh, and we will. like I said, uh, all being well, we will call in to see him again next Monday and see how he's how he's bearing up. Yeah. So thanks very much for listening, everybody. Uh, do you, did you want to say anything more about your no. your week ahead? No. Okay. So send your audio contributions. Contributions. We would love them to podcast at fetcheveryone dot com. Subscribe to the podcast and visit fetcheveryone.com forward slash podcast with anything you want to say. And we will see you next time. Bye. Ta-da. Nostar. Oh, Nostar. Uh, Auf Wiedersehen. Pronoun da, by the time we get Tschüss. this out. Tschüss. Tschüss. What does that mean? It's like it's like a casual, casual kind of greeting. Uh, Goodbye. Okay. Boil. Boil.